waiting for God is not laziness. Waiting for God is not the abandonment of effort. Waiting for God means first, activity under command, second, readiness for any new command that may come, and third, the ability to do nothing until the command is given. Now, that's a quote from G. Campbell Morgan. We think of waiting as a time to do nothing, as wasted time. But this quote in an army of coffee mugs across the world tells us that waiting is not wasted time. God is working while we're waiting, say those coffee mugs. And I'm certain that he is. But waiting is not the passive experience that we think it is. God is not the only one, air quote, doing while we wait. At least he shouldn't be. He cares both about what we do while we wait and how we do it. And that's why we're here today, to pray a little bit about how we wait. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. This is episode 191. We are getting close to 200, and that's that was the timing I'm trying to figure out. We're going to switch some things up at episode 200. And we're here today to pray about how we wait. But before we do that, we're going to open with worship. We have two of them today, Psalm 33.4 and Deuteronomy 32.4. The first verse, Psalm 33.4 says, For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is trustworthy. And the next one says, The rock, his work is perfect. All his ways are just. A faithful God, without bias, he is righteous and true. So in worship today, in this segment of the broadcast, we are going to be uh, worshiping God for the fact that He is trustworthy, that we can trust Him, and that has a lot to do with how we wait. So let's pray. Father, I am here to say in agreement with these passages that the Word of the Lord is right. Your Word is right. All of your work is trustworthy, not just what we find in the, wor- in the Word, but what we find in the world as well. Your work is trustworthy. The things that you have created including me, including every single person who is with me and hearing me today and praying with me today. Your work is trustworthy. We can have faith in the things that you do and in the words that you speak. You are our rock and your work is perfect. All of your ways are just, all of them. The ones that we understand and the ones that don't make any sense to us, but those ways are just. You are faithful and without bias you are righteous and true. And we honor you for those things today. We, we uh, appreciate, seems so small of a word, uh, but that's the only one that seems to come to mind right now. We appreciate, we worship, we honor you for these characteristics of who you are. And I pray that as we think through this idea of waiting, as we pray through this idea of waiting, that we and as we practice it in the in the days and weeks to come, because we all are waiting on things all the time, pray that you would remind us of those characteristics, your faithfulness, your righteousness, your true nature, your ways are just and your work is perfect and you are faithful and without bias, that you would remind us of these characteristics when we are in that process of waiting, when we find ourselves waiting. As we walk through this prayer time today, I pray that you would do with it what you will. We are here to hang out and talk to you and have a conversation, which means that we are also listening, and I invite you to speak to us. We pray that we would listen well and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. I was 
sitting at my desk prepping for this show last week, I guess, and I started to create the cover art for the podcast version, and I did it before I had finished with the show details, just because I was already an illustrator doing something else, and even though it was a little out of order, that's where I was, and I was doing that, but that meant that I needed a title for the episode, and I hadn't quite figured that out yet. I hadn't figured out the approach I was taking with this episode, and I didn't really even have to think of it as I realized, oh, I need a title. My fingers just started typing out, The Joy of Waiting. That was the title that came out, only that's not at all how we think about waiting. Usually the words that come to mind are things more like frustration, anger, impatience, even hatred. I hate waiting, we say. And if you search scripture for wait or waiting, you're going to find a lot of verses. God talks a lot about waiting because he knows that there is a huge gap between our understanding this sliver of reality in space and time that we see, and his perception, his all-knowing perspective. And he knows that that gap between our understanding and his would cause issues when we have to wait and when we have to trust him to do what is best. Because we can get impatient. We can feel alone. We begin to, we feel forgotten at times, even unloved. Waiting has a tendency to bring up sinfulness in us, a lack of faith, brings up entitlement. It will point toward our pride, thinking we know what's best. It points out our lack of trust, all kinds of things that we would rather not deal with. But God knows that we need to. Waiting helps us grow in those areas and see and eliminate sin if we respond to it appropriately. It gives us real-world opportunities to choose dependence on God instead of dependence on ourselves. It's one of the circumstances that grows us spiritually and is common to everyone. We all have to wait in life. Actually, we wait a lot, and I know that we usually don't like it. But what if we approached it as a chance to grow up spiritually? and a time to practice living in anticipation, to practice watching and waiting for God's movement in our lives, to practice actively looking for Him, actively seeking His presence, repenting and getting rid of sin and practicing dependence. It seems like all of those things, if we did those things intentionally, that would keep us way too busy to be whining about waiting. God doesn't ask us to wait and leave us out to dry. He's there with us, no matter how we feel about the process. And there are good things promised to those who wait for him. We're going to see some of those in the verses to come. We're going to start with a verse that became sort of a favorite of mine in the pandemic period. I I remember feeling like I was posting this verse over and over on, on the Grace and the Gravel Road page. Uh, but every time I did, it seemed to get a huge response. It seemed to be what we needed to hear at the time. It says, I, it's Isaiah 40, 31. It says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So let's pray. Actually, I'm going to, I think I have four or five verses here, maybe, maybe more. Uh, we're going to do a verse, pray, do a verse, pray. That's how it's going to go today. So here we go. Let's pray. Father, we all find ourselves in times of waiting. Sometimes we're just waiting in a, in a grocery store line, and sometimes we're waiting for years, decades even, for the answer to something that we desperately long for. And waiting is hard. Um, I don't absolutely, uh, this, this gap between your understanding and our perspective of what we need and what we need now is often different. 
And, and being in that gap is not an easy place to be. So as I pray today and as, as we come to you, I'm not treating this lightly. And you know, <laughs> Jesus, you were here and all the things that we experience, you experienced. And you would have experienced waiting. Certainly, well, I don't want to go off into the realm of, <laughs> of um, making things up or imagining things, or those aren't the words that I wanted. It fled from, from my mouth. But anyway, you know what it's like to wait. And we pray that you would be with us while we wait, whether it's those short things or long-term things. Help us to wait for you in a way that brings us uh, both growth and these things that you that you outline in some of these verses, that our strength would be renewed as we wait. It is easy to be focused on the thing that we're waiting for rather than the life that we are in the middle of. And I pray that you would give us strength for both of those things, strength to continue to wait, to persevere in that process, and also to engage with the life that we have now, even if it's not what we are waiting for. Help us to mount up with wings like eagles so that we can soar in this life, so that we can run and not be weary, that we can walk and not faint, that as we are on this journey, on this gravel road that we call life, as we are on this journey and as we wait for things, that we would have strength and courage to persevere in that time, and that you would provide the things, exactly the things that we need while we wait. Psalm 27, 14 says, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart be courageous, wait for the Lord. Father, as we wait, I pray for this also, that we would be strong and our hearts would be courageous and that we would persist in the waiting. Courageous seems to be not something you would think of when you think of waiting, but it can be courageous to wait for something for a long time. And everyone else seems to say, forget it, that's never going to happen. That takes courage to persevere. It takes strength to wait over time. And I pray that you would give us both, both courage and strength, and that we would be able to wait for the things that you ask us to wait for. Lamentations 3.25 says, The Lord is good to those who wait for him, for, to the soul who seeks him. Certainly you're good to us all the time. Your nature is good. But it seems to promise some extra blessings for those who wait, who get through the time with persistence and strength, who grow in their dependence and their obedience to you. Be good toward us as we wait. Help us to learn to seek you in that waiting, that, that you become more of the prize than that thing that we wait for. Psalm 33, 20 through 22 says, Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us even as we hope in you. And I'm going to go one more. It says, it's Psalm 37, 7. It says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Okay, let's pray for those two. Father, help our soul wait for you 
knowing that you are our help and our shield. Help us to act when we need to act, wait and be still when we need to be still, but help us always in all of our actions be seeking you. We know that you are our help and our shield. Help us learn to depend on that rather than on ourselves. Help our heart be glad in you. Create a relationship with us. Help us to grow into a relationship where our heart is so glad in you because we trust your name so deeply, so completely. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us even as we hope in you. As we hope while we wait, let your steadfast love be upon us. Help us to be still and wait patiently. None of us likes to be patient. It's so intertwined with the idea of waiting. We don't like either one. Help us to grow into patience. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Help us to grow deeply in our relationship with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit so that that is evident in our lives simply because we are abiding properly. Properly is probably not the right word that I meant there, but... The second half of this verse, Psalm 37, 7, says, Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Sometimes while we are waiting, when we don't have that thing that we desire, especially if we are waiting for a long time, we can become resentful. We can be focused on the people who do have the thing or things that we want, the thing that we think that we desire more than anything else. Help us to not pay attention to those people to not pay attention to that situation. Instead, turn our hearts towards seeking your presence and your favor and your righteousness more than that thing that we think that we desire. Let you be the thing that we desire most of all. And finally, I want to close with the words of Micah 7-7. As for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so grateful that you are here. If you're watching the broadcast, I am going to look for a time to do this again this week. So be on the on the lookout. My schedule is a little crazy this week. I'm not sure when I'm going to be able to do it. It's going to be at an odd, odd time. My goal is to get this solidified into a regular, more regular schedule in the next few weeks. So look for that. If you're a podcast listener, thanks for joining us there. There, sh- <laughs> You'll get the same second broadcast as soon as I finish it this week. And uh, I would love it if you would share this with someone you think it would encourage. We are brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road. And my heart is, as we do this together, that not only God would answer these prayers in amazing ways in your life and mine, but that we would grow in our prayer life and grow in our uh, use and understanding and grasp of the scriptures. But most of all, I pray that we would have a deep, deep love relationship with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.